0: Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Discussing everything about the afterlife and spirit world. world. Coming to you all the way from Ireland. It's Sandy Byrne. This is Sandy, host of the Life After Life podcast. I want to invite you to become a patron of the podcast. For just €5 per month, you will get ad-free content, video episodes, exclusive events and discounts throughout the year as a thank you for your support. Check out the link to my Patreon page in the description box attached or go to Patreon and search for Life After Life with Sandy Bird. (laughs) Hey, hey, hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Life After Life with me, Sandy Byrne. And today I want to talk about, well, I want to kind of ramble a little bit, to be honest, because, um, you know, questions come up from time to time, and I think it's important to address it and share it with everybody. So I had a session with my live session with my Patreon members um, a couple of nights ago, and some of these questions came up. So I just want to ramble a little bit, so bear with me. Um, one of the questions that came up was whether or not our loved ones can tell you know what's going on you know what's coming up in our future okay and the simple answer to that is no they can't okay and i'm always saying this if your loved one wasn't psychic when they were alive they don't you know necessarily become psychic just because they're in spirit and look, even as a psychic, we don't know absolutely everything that's going to happen, you know, because things depend on you and your choices, okay? So even when you go for a psychic reading here in life, we will tell you, you know, as the saying goes, what's on the cards for you, okay? I do use the tarot cards. So for me, it's what's on the cards for you, okay? Um, But once I tell somebody this they can change it because sometimes people go, well, I don't want that to happen, or I'd prefer if it was this way or whatever, okay? So you can change what happens, and that's what people do after they have a tarot card reading or a psychic reading, okay? They decide they're not going to accept this, and it gives them, I suppose a psychic reading would give you the opportunity to change your future, okay? Because once you know what's coming up for you, then obviously you can change it, okay? Now, our loved ones in spirit don't always know what's coming up for us. Okay, they can talk to us about being around us because we're stressed. They can talk to us, you know, about trying to support us or trying to encourage us. But that's because they come and visit and they see what's going on. Okay, it doesn't necessarily mean that they knew weeks in advance that this was going to happen. Now, of course, they do know they are given a heads up when one of their loved ones, you know, is ready to cross over or will be coming over to the spirit world, okay? So they know when someone's going to die and they will be there for them, you know, with them at the moment of passing and there to greet them as they cross over. But did they know, like, you know, weeks or months in advance that this was going to happen? You know, no, unless there was a diagnosis of cancer. You know or some other you know illness they um you know they don't know necessarily everything that's going to happen you know people say to me oh why didn't you know this was going to happen why didn't you know that was going to happen you know um people who are married to a plumber they don't always know by just by walking into someone's bathroom which taps aren't working or which pipes are leaking you know you don't know absolutely everything that's not the way Um, everything works okay so you can look at somebody you can read them if they give you their permission to read them and you can tell them kind of you know what path they're on or what direction they're headed in but I'm not going to tell you what you had for breakfast you know yesterday or what you're going to have for breakfast tomorrow you know those are things that you know It doesn't, you know, it depends on on your decision when you get up in the morning. And that's why spirit don't always know, because they can't account for you and the decisions that you will make. Okay, And, you know, we had a great conversation around this during my live Patreon session. And, you know, um, somebody had said that she got a message from a loved one that they were with her or that, you know, they were supporting her through something or whatever. And you know, they were telling her that everything's going to be okay, you know, and that's a big one, isn't it? Um, you know, people telling us that things are going to be okay. And, you know, it's something that we do. You know, as I say, when, you know, if someone that I know, a friend or a relative, if they're upset and I'm sitting down with them and they're having a good cry on my shoulder, you know, I'll go there, there now, everything's going to be okay. There's no need to be so upset or so worried. Okay, it's something that we do to comfort people, okay, when they're stressed or worried or whatever. And spirit are no different. They are going to want to, you know, comfort you, you know, if there's something going on and telling you that things will work out or that things will be okay. It doesn't mean that this one particular situation is going to work out the way that you want it to, okay? So, for example, You know maybe you I don't know (laughs) maybe you crashed your car okay and you're worried about getting the car fixed or whatever okay I mean everything will be okay maybe your car won't be fixable and you will end up having to replace it but still everything is going to be okay so it doesn't necessarily mean that they're telling you that this particular one item is going to be okay but the bigger picture the greater good if you like is going to be okay you know so they're giving you comfort but more than that they're letting you know and this is the point of spirit communication always they are letting you know that they see what is going on around you okay and that is their way of telling you that they haven't gone away anywhere that they're not actually dead Their physical body has died, okay? They've left their physical body. They're living in a different realm, if you like, okay, a different level of spirituality. But they haven't left you and they're still there and they still see what's going on. And that's the point of their communication. They're not trying to give you a psychic reading, okay? So, you know, always think about who your loved one was before they went to the spirit world because that's going to give you a great idea of, you know, what they're trying to get across to you or whether it's them or not, okay? And, you know, be realistic too when you go for a reading, especially, you know, I have a lot of people, now I haven't done one in a while, but, um, you know, when I did a lot of stage shows before COVID, you know, and you'd have people coming and then they'd come to you afterwards, they go, well, why didn't my father come through? Why didn't my mother come through? Why didn't my brother come through? And so on, okay? And the first thing I always say to people is, You know if your father was here tonight okay and he hadn't seen you in a while would he then come and get up on stage and say oh hello Mary I haven't seen you in ages I missed you I'm here I know that you know you had a puncture the other day and I you know do you remember that you know I gave you this birthday card you know the week before I died or whatever you know. And generally, when a lot, not everybody, but a lot of people would say, oh, God, no, Daddy wouldn't have got up on that stage. He was very shy or he was very reserved or he wouldn't have opened up in front of a group of people. So if that's who Daddy was when he was alive, don't expect him to be any different just because he's passed. okay? because if he wasn't somebody who would have got up and expressed his love or his endearments in front of a group of people, well then, why would you expect him to do that just because he's passed into the spirit world? Okay, he's going to come through in a way that he can show you that it's him, and it really puts me in a no-win situation because if that father did come through and come up on stage and and say, you know, a message to that person, that same person would come up to me afterwards and go, "I don't," they'd go, "I don't think that was my father because my father wouldn't have got up on that stage." Okay. So for me, it's a no-win situation because either they're disappointed that their father didn't arrive and get up on stage and give a message, or they tell me that their father wouldn't have done that, so it couldn't possibly have been their father and they think I'm wrong, okay? So generally, I can't win either way. All I can do is give you what I get, okay? And if your father doesn't appear and, you know, doesn't come on stage, then I can't give you a message from him. So you have to bear that in mind. If your loved one was shy and they wouldn't have, you know, spoken in front of a group of people, don't expect them to do it just because they've passed. Okay, now one or two might, but the majority of them, they're still going to be that shy, that reserved person. And of course, they're going to come through in a way that you will recognize them. It's like the same thing, you know, when I connect with children who have passed, you know, and I've connected with a lot of children who have passed. Now, you know, the majority of you will know that I lost six babies and, you know, I have two very healthy living children. Thank God. But, you know, I think, you know, because of that and because I worked with younger people in my previous job, I worked in education and I seem to connect quite well with younger energy, okay? Younger um, people in the spirit world. So, um, I remember years ago connecting with um, this man that had come through, okay? And, you know, I was only learning and I was only kind of making my, you know, agreements, if you like, with the spirit world about how they would come through and how they would, you know, represent themselves in a way that could be understood because, you know, if you're practicing your mediumship, um so or someone that's developing your mediumship you will um you know you you know that you kind of you're you're coming to agreements with you know if this is this show me that and if this is that show me that you know we're always kind of um building up a language if you like with our spirits and i was still only in the process of this and i was only practicing but this lady came for a reading and this young man came through and blah, 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 blah. And I was talking and giving all this information and whatever, and she goes, I have no idea who that is. It sounds to me like you're describing my husband when he was a young man, but my husband is, is still alive. He's not passed, he's not gone to spirit. And I was like, but this young man, I said, he's really, you know, adamant. And then kind of I got more information. I said, he's telling me his birthday is whatever and blah, 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 blah. So, that woman then, she just stopped, okay? And she just said to me, my son's birthday is on that date, but he died when he was a baby, okay? And you know, when we went back over through all the information, the age that I'd given her and everything, the birthday that was coming up would have been her son's birthday, let's say 34 or whatever, okay? It would have been her son's birthday and that particular birthday on that day. And, you know, it taught me a lesson as a young budding medium as well. Um, And, you know, I had this conversation when I was meditating with my spirit guides and whatever. And I said to them, well, you know, if this happens in future, show me the spirit or make sure the spirit shows me themselves in a way that the mother or the person coming to connect with them will recognize them. Because she never saw her son as a, as a young man, okay? She never got to see him. So she always thought of him as a baby, okay? So I've, I, I asked my spirit guides at that time, if this is the way that they are seen, you know, by their loved one, their mother, their father, whatever, then please show them to me in that way, okay? Or make sure they show themselves in that way so that, you know, this is the vision that the person has. So like, you know, um even though any of the babies that I lost would now be you know older, you know they'd be you know late teens, you know early twenties whatever, so I would still always imagine them as being babies in the spirit world, okay, so if I were to go for a reading and any of them were to come through, they would you know nearly have to come through as babies in order for me to see them so my point here is that spirit will always come through in a way that they will be recognized by the loved one that's coming to see them it was just my inexperience at the time okay and um but they will always come through in a way that they will be recognized and therefore when we're talking about you know someone would they get up on stage and talk about personal stuff or talk about how much they love you and miss you you know so if they didn't do that in life if that's not who they are then, you know, they're not gonna do it now because you wouldn't recognize them. The first thing you'd say to me is, I don't think that could be my relative because they wouldn't have got up on stage and said that in front of all these people. So they have to show themselves in a way that you would recognize them. Okay, I hope this is making sense. So my point with this to this episode is just to tell you, be realistic about what you expect from spirit. Okay, they don't know everything. And when I was a young girl, I talk about Kevin a lot. Okay, I was just um, after my 15th birthday when Kevin died and I still have the stereo that he gave me for my 15th birthday. It's one of those old double cassette decks. You know, it was so modern at the time and he gave me that for my birthday and um, he passed just a few weeks later. And we used to have this saying, you know, um, me and my cousins, you know, we were only teenagers, you know, instead of heaven knows, we used to always say Kevin knows. OK, but I now I know that that was ridiculous. He didn't know everything that was going to happen. OK, he was there around us. He was watching over us. And it's the same with your loved ones he could show us encouragement and i've you know I've given various examples over different episodes of times where i felt him around when i really needed you know the encouragement or the support to know that somebody is there okay and you know um i did say this to my patreons in the session the other night my grandmother um my mother's mother Uh, who was also a medium and she was the lady that taught me to read tea leaves when I was very young because I was only seven years old when she died and she was 56 years old only when she passed. She's only ever come through once, once in all of those years and she passed in 1982. So that's a lot of years that she's gone, 41 years, okay, at the time we're recording this. And, you know... She's only come through once and I'll always remember it okay because I had purchased tickets to see a medium that was coming to visit my hometown of Thurles okay there's a theater in our town and there was a medium coming to um to do readings okay and I wasn't working as a medium at the time I was just working my normal job raising my kids whatever but I had purchased tickets well in advance to see this lady I purchased tickets for me and my mam Um, I'd actually bought them for the Christmas before she was there in March and I bought them for the Christmas before um, to take my mother because the date that she was doing her show was the date that my grandmother had passed, which was the 20th of March. okay. and I said, if there's ever a time that she's going to come through, it will have to be today because that was that's her anniversary, you know. So anyway, I bought these tickets obviously in advance and I bought them for Christmas. But my Aunt Mary, my mother's sister in London, took ill before Christmas. Okay, and she was very ill. Okay, she was diagnosed with cancer. God bless her. And she went into hospital um, before Christmas. My mother went over to her and they let my mother bring her out of hospital for a couple of days. But then she went back into hospital after Christmas and unfortunately she never got to come home. And she was extremely ill and my mother stayed in London with her and um, so she didn't get to come home to go to the show. So I brought my son, who was about, I'm trying to think, he was about 10 or 11 at the time. I brought him with me, okay, and we were sitting in the second row of the, the audience and we were right in the middle of the auditorium. And this lady came right out on stage and she came right over to where we were standing and she pointed to the first couple of rows and she said, somebody here has an anniversary today. Okay and I was like okay well do I put up my hand or am I grabbing this reading and she said no somebody here is an anniversary today and then she pointed to behind her on the stage and she said because I have a lady here she tells me that her name is Mary and she's waiting for Mary. Okay and um, I was like okay well this has to be for me because my grandmother was Mary and my aunt that was very sick in London on that day was Mary. Okay her daughter was named after her. So I put up my hand and I said I think it might be my grandmother and she said it is she said because the very tall man that's with her is nodding his head and he's telling me that he has he he has your babies with him okay now at that time I'd lost I think four of the six that I I I lost in total and Um, he was nodding his head. And my granddad was very tall. He was over six foot, whereas my grandmother was like five foot nothing. Okay, so he, you know, when he stands beside her, obviously he looks taller because of, you know, her being so small. And she said he was nodding his head and he was saying yes. And then she acknowledged the younger man that was with the older man in spirit. And she said that he was there and she just went, you know, oh, he's so handsome. But she said he died very quickly after an accident. And I assume that was Kevin. But then she went back to my grandmother and she said, this lady says to tell you to stop worrying that she's here. She's waiting for Mary and she would never, ever leave her on her own. okay? and she said this tall man keeps nodding his head and he says that he gave her the extra time. And there was a long story behind that. And I hope I'm not boring you, but so. The heel of the hunt, in the heel of the hunt, Mary passed on the 26th. So that show was on the 20th 20th of March. We knew Mary was very sick and her time was coming close. And my grandmother said she was there to meet her. And Mary passed on the 26th, so six days later. But what my granddad was on about was that it had given her the extra time. Mary had been very sick once when she was a young baby. She was only about 12 or 18 months old. And, you know, back in the day... And um, there wasn't the healthcare available that we had now. I don't know exactly what was wrong. I know she would some problem breathing. And when my granddad came in from work that evening, the doctor was there and my grandmother was there. My grandmother was in tears and she said, she's gone, Johnny. My, my granddad was John and Mir, my grandmother Mary used to call him Johnny. And she said, she's gone, Johnny. She's dead. And the doctor said, I'm sorry, Mr. O'Brien. She's just passed. And my grandfather wouldn't accept it. So those of you who are listening that are maybe a bit older will remember that back in the day, there was a cure that they would never use now. But you could burn tar and something about inhaling the tar would clear um, the fuse of the tar would clear the lungs. Okay, And um, so my grandma, my grandfather had tar out the back and he literally picked her up and he shook her by her ankles and he um, went out and he held her over this burning tar until she inhaled the fumes because she literally, the doctor said she'd literally just gone. So he took her out, he held her upside down by her ankles over these tar fumes and she came back. And she lived, now she was only 61 when she passed and she did have cancer and she did have terrible lungs for the last few years of her life. And maybe that was from the tar, but she wouldn't have had those extra 60 years if he hadn't have done that, okay? So he was saying that he had given her more time and this is what he meant, okay? So that was a long, convoluted story. I apologise if you're bored. But I just want you to know that these things come through and these are, like, this is the evidence. This is the evidence. Like, there's no way that that medium on stage would have known that my granddad had brought Mary back within those few minutes after she passed as a baby. You know, there's no way. And, you know, there's no way that, know my grandmother she never ever ever come through before and she's never ever ever come through since she just doesn't okay she doesn't feel the need to do that so she came through that once because we needed or she needed us to know that she would be there for my aunt mary and i had been over to see mary and you know at the time that she was very sick i had a very young child at home i couldn't stay more than a few days and you know we discussed all this while we were there you know what if this is the last time that we see each other and she was asking me you know will my mother be there because you know obviously my grandmother was a very young woman when she passed but then again Mary was still a very young woman my grandmother was 56 and Mary was only 61 when she passed so they were both very young women and she was worried about whether or not she'd see her mother on the other side so we'd had that whole conversation okay and just to top off that conversation my grandmother came through to tell me that she was there and she would be meeting Mary and she was waiting for her. So if there's a reason, if there's something that they absolutely need to come through to let us know, you know, and I had put the call out to her. I had said, you know what, nanny? I called her nanny. I said, you know, if there's ever a day that you can come through, I said, it's now, it's your anniversary and Mary needs to know, she needs that message from you. And she did, you know, and I, I, I do remember as well, my very first live show, I did it for charity and it was here in Thirless as well in the same theatre, actually. And like there was about 200 or more people there and I was just so nervous. And, um, you know, a lady came to me when I was in the dressing room behind stage and it sounds very grand, doesn't it, to say behind, backstage or whatever. <laughs> I've never been backstage in my life. Well, just that once in the theatre. But um so she came through to me and she told me about something that a girl in the audience had in her bag she told me it was her daughter it was in the audience and she actually was laughing because she said to me you know her name is Sandy too and um you know and I always say to people you know don't bring spirit into a show or into a reading you know see what you get when you're there in the energy but I was so nervous I was fully convinced that I wasn't going to get any reading you know and you know Don't be hard on yourself, guys, if you are practicing your mediumship, because, you know, if you were a singer or a comedian, you would have a whole script written out and you could entertain people for like 90 minutes, two hours, whatever they would do on stage. And, you know, you'd have it all by heart and, you know, you can do it. But when you're a medium, you're going out there with no script. There's nothing set out and you're really relying on the energy that's coming from the audience. And when they're there and they're sitting there with crossed legs and crossed arms, just expecting to be entertained, it's very, very hard to get that energy up. So don't be very hard on yourself, you know. So I just went out and I laughed and I just said, look, I'm so nervous. Okay, this was my first show. And I said, Um, a lady came through to me backstage and she told me that her daughter also called Sandy is in the audience and that she's got a whatever I think it was a little teddy bear whatever in her handbag and this woman in the very front row she put her hand up and she goes I'm Sandy and she put her hand into her handbag and she pulled out the little teddy that I had just been describing and I just went over and gave her a big hug because I said you know your mother is just a lady because she didn't want me to be nervous coming out here and she said that was my mother all over you know and she you know she just got that connection that was all I needed to say for her to know that it was her mother that was there for her on that night okay so be realistic okay be realistic with what you expect your spirits to come through and say be realistic with who you want them to be be realistic with you know how you expect them to come through okay and you know once you're just once you have really no expectations now i'm not saying that they don't and i've definitely had readings i do remember another show where um a, a spirit came through and showed me a picture of a dog and told me that there was somebody towards the back of the room that had this picture of the dog in their handbag and, you know, as soon as I said that, I could hear this voice going, ah! you know, you hear kind of that in the back row. And I said, okay, was that you? And she she put her hand into her bag and she pulled out the picture of the dog, okay? So sometimes they will come through and give you exactly what they're looking for. I'm not saying they can't, or I'm not saying they won't, but I'm just saying you're better off to maybe, you know, just think about who they are, you know, and not give them necessarily, you know, you have to say this or you have to say that, or you have to say the other. You can say to them, you know, I know it's you because, you know, I know it's you maybe if you mention this or if you mention that I'm going through that or if you mention my little boy hurt his knee and hurling. You know, you can give them things that have been going on around you. Not that they won't know already, but I'm trying to say don't, you know, don't not talk to them, but be open to whatever they want to say. You know, think of it as sitting down and having a chat with them. They're going to give you their opinion on things. They're going to tell you how they see it from their point of view okay but they're not doctors they're not going to give you a medical diagnosis they're not solicitors they're not going to give you you know legal advice they're not psychics they're not going to tell you what's coming up in your life they just want you to know that they're there for them and this is the point of mediumship okay if you want to know what's coming up in your future if you want some direction please go for a psychic reading now I'm not saying because it's happened you know Spirit can give you their opinion. If your mother would have given you an honest opinion on something that you were doing when she was alive or who you were dating or whatever, oh, you can be sure she's going to still give you that opinion from the spirit world. It doesn't mean that this is gospel and it doesn't mean that this is your future. It just means that yes, this is your mother that's coming through. She's still as opinionated as she always was and as honest as she always was, okay? So expect them, don't expect your version of them or don't expect an idealistic version of them. Just expect your loved one as they were when they were alive, the person that you love and you will get what you need from your reading, I promise. Okay guys, that was a little bit of a rant and a little bit of a chat, but I hope that you enjoyed it, okay? And you know, if you have any questions regarding mediumship, please let me know. Because I'm only ha- too happy to answer them. That's what the podcast is all about. Okay? So for now, I will say goodbye. Okay? And I will see you in the next episode of Life After Life. So until then, take care and stay safe. Discussing everything about the afterlife and spirit world.